1: of the bubbly. The Monday night. Messiah. For the love of God, stay away for the different dance! Gentlemen, welcome back to the DWI podcast. My name is PC Tunney. I am your commissioner and the commissioner of the, United States. of the United States of the Americas. And I am joined, as always, by the other half of the world's greatest tag team. Never. It's him. It is him. He's the scientist. It's DPP. I'm apparently distracted. I'm apparently apparently
2: distracted.
1: Us. Uh, no worries. No worries. Early start today. I got water. What are you drinking? Water looks like the phenomenal one has a half gallon of orange juice. How's the OJ treating you? Is it funky and or is it fresh?
3: It's actually, it's actually a raspberry a tea. tea.
1: Oh, okay. I, I, when I did catch the color, when I caught the color again, I was like, that is a funky looking orange juice. But, yeah, it looks. It almost looks like, um, well, urine or apple juice. <laughs> Hopefully the latter. No, I don't and want no, it. So. No, I don't want it anymore. <laughs> DWI podcast number two sixty four. Now I don't want it anymore. No, what what is it? It's raspberry tea. Yeah,
3: it's, like yeah, raspberry, it's like raspberry, very green tea. I think green tea. I think. I think. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. oh, very healthy. Very
1: full with antioxidants. Well,
3: the reason, well, the why, reason it's why it's not why it's... alcohol for the DWI podcast is because good morning, everybody. Because I know it's eleven a.m. for me. It's ten a.m. for you guys. I, yeah. I know out in like Germany, it's it's five o'clock somewhere. But you know.
1: It's probably pretty darn close, to be honest with you. Yeah. Anyway, okay, so we, won't be playing, we won't be playing what you're drinking today. But we <laughs> hope you all enjoy the podcast anyway. Hey, maybe maybe we'll even be... No, we're not even going to get people's hopes up like that. Before we get going today, head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash The Chair Shot. Pick up a Chair Shot t-shirt. Head on over to chairshot.com. Sports, entertainment, and sports entertainment. Always use your head. DP, let's let everybody know what we're doing this week on episode 264 of the podcast known as DWI. Well,
0: well, well we're waiting. Well, it's the big show.
2: Still to me, the she-
1: sheet. I don't care what Paul White has to say. It's still a big show sheet. <laughs> still BS to me. <laughs> yeah, there's plenty of BS to go around around here, so... <laughs> You know, Always the, with us. All, all the great taste of tea without the bag. Hey, AJ? Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> this week, hey. on the podcast known as DWI, <laughs> we have a brand new WWE champ, and we're definitely going to get into that. Maybe we'll explore some of our thoughts moving into Fast Lane as we head on the road to WrestleMania. Speaking of WrestleMania, check it out. Mania Madness. WrestleMania's 1 through 6 is going to be your first version of If you haven't listened to it yet, myself and Christopher Platt with a rotating cast, week one, Dave Ungar and Aesop Mitchell returning to Chairshot Radio Network. He may also be returning to Chairshot Radio Network with his own show. So keep your ears out for that. In addition, on this show this week, after my shameless plug, we're going to get into AEW. Shaq showed up, took a big bump. I thought it looked pretty good. We're going to run down a little bit of the AEW Revolution card, and we're going to talk about Big Show. Last call, we're going to talk about Big Show's friend. And in between there, we're going to have some trivia. So, ladies and gentlemen, strap on in for a one hell of a fun time. DPP, ring the bell. Gentlemen, Bobby Lashley, I, I am happy to say I was so, so very wrong. He is your WWE champ. I didn't think that they would put the belt on him just because he had been he had been in position to do so before, and I just thought it had been too long and that they weren't going to make it happen, but I'm glad he comes off the list of the likes of Piper and Hall and 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 Steamboat and, and guys like Jake, Jake Roberts and Wade Barrett that maybe should have had the title or definitely in fans' minds think they should have had a run with the title. Bobby Lashley gets his. He's surrounded by MVP and the rest of the Hurt business, which, which can't, no pun intended, Hurt, but I definitely think it's earned and deserved yeah i agree i
2: <clears throat> you know i think when we when he first came back to wwe I, I we'd have to go back and check the tapes but I, they they did him wrong and i i thought you know i was all over it just because i did not like the direction they went with him they they didn't exploit his best talents which is just beating the shit out of people and not talking that's what he's good at he's not the best on the mic you need to give him a mouthpiece and just let him go beat people up. And they had that horrible storyline with his sisters and all that goofy shit they were trying to do with him to make him like the military man and brought that background in and tried to make him this baby face, and it was terrible. And now they got it right. They, they finally got it right. They're doing what they need to do with him, make him look like a badass machine, have MVP do the talking, and it's Awesome. And this is what Bobby Lashley is great at, and they find they got it right right now. So it's awesome, and it's well deserved. I thought, you know, with the whole thing with the Miz was terrible. I thought they missed that opportunity because I know we talked a while back. Miz was on a roll for a long time and was doing some good stuff. That's when they needed to put the belt on him. Uh, this whole thing with the money in the bank briefcase that he got, this they just he looked so cheesy. Their whole gimmick was so bad that he just. Him winning the title and being a champion just seemed so weak, with the way they built him, you know, in this last year, that they missed the boat on a chance to give The Miz the title back when he was rolling and doing some good stuff. So, I thought that was kind of eh, but it was a way to transition Bobby Lashley to getting the belt without having McIntyre take the loss. So I'm I'm just super excited for Lashley. I'm happy. I, I think it's well, definitely well deserved. You know, we'll see what they do going into WrestleMania here. With if Lashley's going to defend against McIntyre, and they're trying to give McIntyre his WrestleMania moment, or they going to
1: have Lashley hold on to the title for a while. Just to clarify, before AJ gives us his opinion, DP meant um, he didn't mean bad ass machine. He meant badass machine. (laughs) Yes, there wasn't there wasn't a pause. It was one word. (laughs) Badass. It was was could
2: be hyphen hyphen.
1: Right, yeah, bad a- bad, and ass go together yeah. Ass and machine do not put go together Put the hyphen in the right spot machine. <laughs> Not a bad ass machine
2: I put the right emphasis on the wrong syllable? What did I do?
1: <laughs> yep. you oh, my gosh. AJ, AJ, the, the, what's your thoughts on
3: Bobby Lashley? <laughs> and this is why DPP is a scientist uh, Not a librarian <laughs> That's
2: right, that's why I let other people do the talking <laughs> I'm the same way, I'm not as good on the mic either so let me do the work.
3: Uh, I'm, I'm only <laughs> kidding. I'm only kidding. Bobby Lashley finally winning the WWE title after, I think, someone put a, a picture or a post up where it's been like nearly, it's almost been 6,000 days since his WWE debut that he actually won the world title, which is amazing, knowing, like, PC said, Piper, Steamboat, Hall. Perfect, Like, a bunch of people that everyone's like, oh, yeah, they deserve a world title. I miss perfect and rude. Rude. Well, rude kind of, but yeah, I, I get it. i not recognized, but still. Lashley is the champ. It's, I mean, I'm pretty sure, like we said, we're all excited for it. This is actually a long time coming. He's been in shit storylines, whether it be his sisters or...
1: Lana. Lana. Oh. You know, Miz probably... I
2: tried to ignore that one. Miz
1: probably had fear. because enough already when you're talking about that. I didn't want to bring it up until AJ went. <laughs> yeah.
3: I mean, Miz probably had the fear that he didn't want to be in a long-standing program because he does have a gorgeous blonde wife, just like Rusev did. So he was probably just scared. <laughs> Got flashbacks from that. But let's also not forget the main... the main... thing about it. MVP said... McIntyre is going to lose the title by my hand, basically, saying he's going to be the reason why McIntyre loses his title. Yeah, MVP told Miz to cash in later on during Elimination Chamber. Bobby Lashley's the one that beat down Drew McIntyre at the, after the Elimination Chamber match. And apparently if MVP has a crutch, Bobby Lashley's going to win that World Championship. Just look back at the impact when he won it the first time there.
1: Do you? I don't know. I, I I'm really interested to see what they're going to do with this. I mean, is it, you you would have to figure Miz is going to get some kind of rematch, maybe, and that's where we get the Bad Bunny interference leading to Miz and Morrison against Priest and Bad Bunny at Mania because that would make sense to me. Um, yeah, I mean, is it is Lashley's time up at WrestleMania? Is right back to Drew? I mean, that those are the questions we should be asking, right?
2: Yeah, and that's kind of what scares me. Is it are they, are they just trying to give Drew McIntyre his WrestleMania moment with some fans? Because I feel like that's kind of weak. I thought, you know, that McIntyre would hold on to this title through WrestleMania, but they're obviously going a different direction. And I don't think Lashley deserves to lose the title so quickly either, you know, at losing it at WrestleMania. So I definitely be it's great because he's going to have a WrestleMania moment you know, having, being in a main event title match, but I just hate to see him lose it so quickly. I, I think he deserves a little bit more.
3: Hey, who knows? I mean, there's been one match that Bobby Lashley has been begging for, for years because the ongoing joke, and I just actually had to double check to see if Wikipedia still has it. And they sadly don't. Do you know if you Googled uh, a certain thing on Wikipedia, It actually showed up with Bobby Lashley, and that's actually, if you looked up Black Lesnar, it popped up for Bobby Lashley all the time. Brock versus Bobby Lashley, maybe? Mania? You get Paul Heyman in there, you get MVP as the other spokesperson, because, I mean, even Tunney said it. You get Lashley out there, just beat down people, he's a badass, he doesn't have to talk on the mic, someone else can do it for him. MVP is that guy.
1: You're not, I, there's no way we're going to see Lashley at WrestleMania this year. There's Lesnar. not a chance. There's not. A, Lesnar. Yeah, Lesnar. I'm sorry. There's no. Re- there's no way we're seeing Lesnar this year at WrestleMania. There's. There's not enough time. I mean, unless he shows up on Monday, and I don't really see that happening. I, I don't even know if he's under contract right now. That, that that really matters, to be honest with you. But you also have Paul Heyman with Roman Reigns right now, and the only real reason to bring back Brock Lesnar is to flush out that storyline. I mean. Do you really think they give a shit about Lesnar and Lashley? I mean, if that happens, what do they do with McIntyre now? Nothing. He gets
2: he gets a match with uh, Sheamus. Sheamus, right? Yeah. I mean,
1: that'd be what would happen, right? Yeah. It's funny. Yeah, I mean, I I disagree with you, Dan, on on the on the Miz cashing in on the Money in the Bank. I mean. They held on to that, like, uh, ace and up their sleeve, like, just to use it when they needed it. And they kind of needed it there because it seemed like a lot of people weren't interested in what Drew McIntyre was going to do moving forward to WrestleMania. I mean, everybody had predicted everything else that was going to happen. Bianca and Sasha, Roman and Edge. Everybody knew Edge was choosing Roman, right? So now the last domino to fall is, is that other match. I mean, because it looks like we're going to get Charlotte and Asuka, and everybody kind of knew that anyway because not a hell, hell of a lot is going on there. So... I don't know. I, it's interesting. I'm the biggest thing I'm happy for is I don't know, and that's a kind of little bit of a change where maybe the last three four years we've known almost all the matches that are going to happen by now, whether they were announced or not. And right now, you really only know two matches. Yeah, basically.
2: That's it. That's that's the the Royal Rumble winners.
1: Just, yeah, that's all you know. You don't know who the other titles are going to be, who's going to be facing each other, and things of that nature, which is fine. They do have one more pay per view, but there's only three weeks between Fastlane and WrestleMania, so <laughs> that's why they don't need that one,
2: man. That's why I think the Elimination Chamber would be perfect. Just have Elimination Chamber be the last pay per view, and I can deal with that because that's you know, if, if your Royal Rumble winners announce before the, the Chamber pay per view who they're going to go after, your other your two Chamber matches determine the other champion, you know, determine the championship match for the other brand.
3: Yeah, cuz another thing where we had both Bianca and Edge say who they're going to face. And we have Fastlane right in the middle of Elimination Chamber and WrestleMania. Oh, so if they're in a match, I know it's card subject to change, but you know, you already heard Roman versus Edge, Bianca Belair versus Sasha. People would probably be invested more into those than just randomly go like, oh, yeah, by the way, we're going to like randomly throw Daniel Bryan in a match. It's like, yeah, but we know that Roman's going to win because we know how the IWC can be.
1: <laughs> well, here, let's talk about the other things since you brought up the IWC. And what really pisses me off is when I hear people go, I'm so happy that NXT is moving to Tuesdays so NXT and AW can grow naturally. Who the fuck are you? That's so stupid. <laughs> Go to hell. I saw the same thing.
3: What does that mean? I did. And, and you know what I, think's gonna I think is going to happen? I think AEW is going to flounder because of it.
1: Have you ever heard of the greatest thing to ever happen to professional wrestling? It was called the Monday Night Wars. Some people are just not realizing the depth of which they have no knowledge whatsoever. Like, if you can't swim, don't jump in on the deep fucking end, people. All right? We, I have nothing against AEW, but this whole AEW versus NXT Brian Alvarez ratings horseshit is the dumbest fucking thing ever. You want numbers? I'll give you numbers. In the last half decade, there's been a $6 billion, a $2 billion, and a $3.5 billion deal, all separately, and each owned and signed by Vincent Kennedy McMahon. There's your motherfucking numbers. So I'm tired of listening to this horseshit from the IWC.
2: I, this is why I don't. Like, this is why I'm not on social media that much because it just that shit would piss me off. I mean, that's I, you, I just heard it for the first time here when you guys said that, and that's like that makes absolutely no sense to me.
3: That's yes. So, so there's so to a clarify, <laughs> Sorry, To clarify, to clarify, apparently after Mania, NXT is supposedly moving to Tuesdays on USA instead of the Wednesday slot. So,
2: because you know competition is terrible for business let me tell you you know there's that that's companies get so great when there's nobody else to challenge them that's when they that's when they thrive you know jesus
1: i think he hit hit himself in the head again aj (laughs) (laughs) next topic Ah, next topic next topic
2: (laughs) where are we where are my pants holy shit (laughs)
1: All right. Well, now that we're all riled up and pissed off and rip-roaring ready to go, let's take a brief, brief commercial. We'll be right back
0: and talk about said AEW. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out TheChairShot.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out. TheChairShot.com.
1: TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. What a huge weekend as far as the medium of entertainment is concerned, considering WandaVision series finale. You have Coming to America, the sequel, with all of the big players back in that movie, and some more added to it. You have the All-Star Game and other festivities this weekend. UFC 259, three titles on the line, and AEW Revolution. AEW's first Sunday pay-per-view, I believe, correct? Is that Sunday? Yeah, usually they do Saturdays. Okay. I would imagine they didn't want to go up against UFC 259. That's probably a good Because,
2: call.
1: yeah, I mean, you got Blachowicz taking on Adesanya for the light heavyweight title where Adesanya is trying to become the fifth ever dual simultaneous champion in UFC. You got petter Jan taking on Aljamain Sterling. And, of course, possibly the greatest of all time, regardless of gender, is Amanda Nunes, and she is also fighting on this card. So... Nice. Just a great job by Dana White. I just want to shout him out because, honestly, he's the first guy to come back. He did it safer than anybody else, and he's still doing it, and he's giving you great fights for free once a month on ESPN in addition to the great pay-per-view. So shout-out to Dana White and UFC and everything they've been doing over there. All right, let's move on. I've told you everything that you have to take care of this weekend. You can watch and, you know, sit in your little cubby and turn on that TV or your computer and be ripped and ready to go. AW Revolution. It's an interesting card. Let's start with the barbed wire, exploding death match. You guys know my thoughts on this. DP's smiling already. We're gonna we're starting all right. We're starting right away with the steak. All right, we're skipping the potatoes. We're skipping the appetizer. We're going right to Kenny Omega versus Moxley, exploding barbed wire deathmatch.
2: Why? Why am I supposed to start this? Why? Uh, <laughs> is this so? so I mean, I guess I assume. I don't even know what they're fucking doing here. Why do we need to have this? Why do, why does it need to be an exploding barbed wire match? This is ridiculous. Like, I know they've done some crazy things a little bit, you know, and Moxley wants to do all this hardcore stuff or whatever, then just, I don't know, it's just so over the top that it does not need to be fucking done. It doesn't need to be done. There was a time when it was, when people were doing it, and that's been whatever, but in this day and age, like, this is just too much, man. It's just, I don't know. I don't even know where to go with it. <laughs> As AJ puts his head use, in his hands.
1: <laughs> use your words, AJ, or unmute your mic.
3: It's not making good radio. I, I wasn't even talking. I was just rubbing my head because I completely <laughs> forgot this match existed. Uh, well, they funny. didn't even I know promote you it. And I talked about this. Huh?
2: They didn't even promote it on the last AEW match, basically. They didn't even. Moxley and Omega were not on the show.
3: Which is stupid. It's your main event. Unless you're really going to make Sting the main event for whatever reason. Because, you know, we, we need Team Taz versus Darby Allen and Sting as the main event. But I digress. I digress because I'm already getting an aneurysm and a headache at the same time about this barbed wire death ma- Exploding barbed wire death match. Sorry. Okay,
1: who- All right. we don't have to talk about it anymore. Just tell me who wins. Kenny Omega retains that's what that's I'm going with Kenny. O'Malley. yeah, yeah that makes us, sense. leave some time off go have a kid yep exactly so, all right yep. all the agreements yep. there you brought up sting How, what are your thoughts on what they're doing with sting and what would you like them to do with sting AJ moving forward
3: I feel like this is gonna be kind of a safe cinematic match because I know it's supposed to be a street fight but I sting moving forward I mean he can be a good teacher for darby he can be like that tag team partner because they're both like the brooding dark vigilante face painted like father and son duo that we never wanted you know they both they both watched the crow but darby watched half of it uh but i mean i see i i can see darby and sting winning this match cage and ricky stark's Not saying they deserve better. I mean, having a match against Sting is always an amazing thing to do, no matter how old Sting is. I mean, we've all heard his old WCW theme song. He does this and he does that.
1: Yeah, I got a chuckle out of Tony. Yes. Does does he do it with a wiffle ball bat? (laughs) (laughs) I'd have known it was that kind of fun. I pulled out my dick and put it in the mashed potatoes. Whoa. Uh, don't touch the coast low. Anyway, DP, give us your thoughts. give us your thoughts on Sting. AJ's lost. Yeah, I, I <laughs> threw him off course. I think they're because we're not <laughs> drinking. That's why I'm lost. <laughs> <laughs> DWI 264, the sober episode. Oh. you might skip it. <laughs> yeah, you might want to.
2: Yeah, you'll be turning your chips after this one. Uh, I, uh, you know, I'm fine with what they're doing with Sting. I, you know. There's a, there's more going on with what AEW is doing with these old people and bringing them in that we could go into, but we're not. Um, I I hope they keep Allen and Sting around together for a little while because I assume there's going to be a breakup at some point where Darby Allen and Sting feud and Allen turns heel. But I I like Sting being kind of the mentor, like you said, AJ, with the way Darby Allen's character is. He could kind of take over that persona and keep going into that, that darker side type of thing and and do that. And, I, you know, it's tough with Team Taz because they built up Brian Cage. So, and again, my one of my problems is you bring these guys in and you immediately put them in title matches and then you try and bring them back down right away. It's like now it feels like they're just in the wrong spot. there There's no place for them really. So it's they got to kind of build them back up a little bit, which is, I'm okay with. I wish they would have started it this way, and I think it's still fine. I think it's funny that Taz brought his kid in. I think he uh, he saw Mysterio and was like, Hey, Mysterio can bring his kid. Why can't I bring my kid to work? And, uh, you know, so that was kind of fun. But I, I like what they're doing with Sting. You know, they're not doing anything too crazy yet. So I'm, I'm still, you know, out. You know, the jury's still out, I guess. Like you said, if this is a cinematic match, because it's a street fight, that'll be interesting. But they got to do something to protect Sting a little bit. Um, at least from taking any big bumps or big hits. So
3: I'm Well, they had cool like a giant doing. they had a giant uproar when well not uproar, but they were very concerned when Brian Cage did a powerbomb to him last week, a week ago.
2: If he can't take a powerbomb then he then he's not he shouldn't be in the fucking ring then. If he can't take a bump. Sorry. Yeah. Then he shouldn't be there. There's an argument
1: there is an argument to be made for that, but whether we know that truthfully is, is hard to say. Uh, let me run down a couple other matches, and then I want one last question I want to propose to you guys about some match that may seem insignificant, but I think could lead to a really interesting storyline. Um, the Young Bucks taking on the Inner Circle, Jericho, MJF, with Warlobe. Uh, that's for the Tag Team Championships. I think that should be a fun match to watch. Sheeta and Rio for the women's title. Um, you got the casino tag match Battle Royal with, it's basically Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Rumble, let's get everybody on the card, Mm -hmm. you got the women's tag match, Rio and Thunder Rosa taking on Dr. Britt Baker and Rebel what else, Miro and Kip Sabian versus Best Friends, I think that could be a solid match if they give them enough time, you have the Faces of Revolution ladder match where we're still waiting on who that final entrance is going to be we could maybe possibly talk a little bit more of that down the road here at the end of the show we have saving something, but to me in something a little bit you might not expect me to want to talk about, but Adam Page versus Matt Hardy, it's a big money match, and the loser has to give their first quarter of earnings to the winner. What better way to have hangman Adam Page, who already just drinks and rides horses and bees a cowboy all the time, to be a broke, destitute cowboy for the next three months, and Matt Hardy be rich Matt Hardy, flaunting his money all over the place. Adam Page, he goes from drinking... These these fine beers and 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 liqueurs to he's just in a paper bag with a bottle and he he's panhandling for change and he doesn't have a real horse anymore he's got like Pepe too so I don't know what do you what do you guys think too. you like you like my booking <laughs> goes from Scotch to Papst yeah to Pabst. there you go. AJ AJ's like speechless I like it. I like it. AJ. Dynamite drop in AJ. I see that <laughs> broadcasting school's really paid off. Dynamite <laughs> drop in money and broadcast school is really paid off. It's like the
2: opposite of Cameron Grimes. What they're doing on NXT with Cameron Grimes having all the money. Yeah, and...
3: shoot for the moon. Shoot for the cores. <laughs> and...
2: <laughs> I think it's. Uh, yeah. I'm not surprised you you want to talk about Adam Page. I know you like Hangman, and he's. He's definitely one of the you know the best guys they got right now overall. So it's it's a weird match, I guess, to me with because uh, I'm so I'm curious to see where they go with the story because there's more to it if they're gonna do this whole winner gets all this money because I just think back to the <laughs> this is Big John Studd and Andre the Giant with the body slam challenge where he gets ten thousand dollars.
1: Yes, I watched it last week. I've literally watched eight and a half WrestleManias in the last week right now. So yeah, and Heenan takes the money at the end, and it was all singles too, I think. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I so. The Duffel better bag. one with the money Duffel is bag. when Jake Roberts, um, he took like there was like maybe two grand, and he gave hundreds away to people, and then he gives a hundred away to the celebrity Carol Burnett sitting there, and he knew there was somebody is like, well, she don't need a. Oh, it's goes, What does she need a hundred bucks for, Monsoon? <laughs>
2: was that with DiBiase and the million dollar belt. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Is there anything else you guys are looking to as far as revolution goes so we wrap this topic up with any predictions anything you want to see in particular? I mean, I mainly
3: I, mean, I mainly, just want, mainly just want to see the uh, uh, hidden ladder, ladder match up on Because you already got some great names in there. Cody of course, Scorpio, uh Penta Cero Medio. Hey, I, it, it's got to be a real, like, massive person to be in this ladder match. And does anyone even know any of the free agents that are around for it? Or maybe even someone from Impact or AEW?
1: Well, I think we're going to save the rest of that thought for our last call. Because a lot of that also has to do with who could possibly be this Hall of Fame-worthy person that Tony Khan is bringing in, that Big Show told us about. So, is it a possibility that these are one and the same person? I think we'll save that for last call. DP, go ahead and finish the topic here. I, you know, actually, I'm more interested in other storylines that are
2: not, I don't think are going to come out of this one, but like um, the possible build to a new Four Horsemen. You know, they brought back J.J. Dillon, and they have, um, I'm totally blanking on the Revival, and um, Sean Spears getting together with Blanchard, and then Arn Anderson was standing out there. They threw up the Four Horsemen symbol. You know, I'm, I'm kind of interested to see what they're going to do with that. If they're going to try and, they, they obviously are building to some kind of Four Horsemen thing. So I like that kind of storyline that they're building. I don't know if we're going to see any of that because they're not really in this card except for you know the tag, the tag team Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Rumble. So, I, yeah, that's about it.
1: <laughs> Did you guys both see Shaq?
2: I did, I did. What it looked good.
1: Think? He looked good. AJ, AJ?
3: I uh, I did not. I did not watch the match yet. I need to because I, I, like I said, I just hear everything. Like, oh yeah, he did a great job. He did this, and I'll just be like, I'm a blaz. I I can be. Hip- I can be critical of this match. I'll um, I'll
1: be the judge. Let's put it this way. I think he's almost fifty. He didn't look that great to me when he was in the ring the oh so many years ago. He looked in shape. Uh, He had some really cool shoes on. He took a great freaking bump, and the match wasn't that bad. So, to me, it was a lot more than I had expected from him. I I hope that we can see him versus Big Show down the road to, you know, have that match. AEW, why why not have that relationship and utilize Yeah. One last
3: thing since you said he had really nice shoes. Was, Was it his, like, Payless brand Shaq shoes that he had, like, years
1: ago? They just look cool. (laughs) I didn't
2: tell you <laughs> they obviously you know Cody Rhodes and they did a great job protecting him and gave him a couple moves to do, and that was it, and being able to have the mixed tag so he could just you know you do a couple things, you tag out to the women, let them do the work, and then you know he comes back in and just does a
1: couple things, so I thought they did a good job with it. all right, folks, we hope you're enjoying the show. Having a great weekend. Thank you for all your listenership, Chairshot Radio Network. Please continue to listen Chairshot to Radio dropping every day. The brand new Mania Madness podcast is out. Sports, entertainment, and sports entertainment, everything right there at thechairshot.com. Always use your head. We will be back momentarily. Why should you visit thechairshot.com? Thechairshot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head.
2: It's bizarro trivia. It's bizarro trivia.
3: No, it's no, only it's bizarro, bizarro trivia due to the fact that Tony needed alcohol. So that's why he played the outro first, and he's probably gonna play the intro last, just to be a smart ass.
1: <laughs> oh, I did, I fucked that up, hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <shit>. <laughs> <laughs>
3: We, we, need we
1: need alcohol to function. I'm functioning just fine. I just hit the wrong button. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I'll play the. I'll play the other thing again at the end. Don't worry about it.
3: <laughs> uh, we already know how this goes. Tony had to go get alcohol. That's why he pushed the wrong button. So I, I guess I'll show pity on him this week. We all know the fun thing. It's three questions. Pick a door. One, two, three. There might be an extra question. Actually, all of these have an additional question to Ooh. it, just in case. So we get six questions. Must be the luck of the Irish, because it's March. I can't wait. So, so, uh, Mr. Commissioner, door number one, door number two, or door number three?
1: That's a new trick I taught him. He tried. who you teach? <laughs> I'll take door number two, because I got two nipples, bitch. <laughs> where are we <laughs> <laughs>
3: proof three that, three that three three we need alcohol for us the function this show to get better
2: sorry i'm sorry <laughs> i made this early
3: <laughs> <laughs> all right like i said every single one has two questions to it so there's double the points double the fun double the stupidity
1: Double your pleasure, double your fun. That's the statement of a question from AJ Laz. What the fuck commercial is that from? Doublemint gum. Doublemint. Thank That's you. A <laughs> great. <laughs> Doublemint gum. I just changed the end. You couldn't tell because I'm so good. Did I, I win? Is that right? Was that right? That is not a question. <laughs> oh.
3: All right. So there's a hint to this one, for both of the. Uh, Question: What WWE employee was the first NWA Heritage Champion?
1: Okay. Do you even need the music? Am I supposed to know this? I,
3: I, I mean, I mean, oh. DP. Might. I'd play music. Then I don't know. Because, like I said, there's
1: a second question to this after. Hey, go ahead, play the music.
3: Give right. me wrestler. Could be manager, could be personnel. i
2: gonna guess, but. I don't know. There's only one person that I know of, I guess. It would
3: probably be a decent
1: guess.
3: Don't give him the answer for fuck's sake. I said it's a guess. <laughs> he said there's only one person he knows. You both got it right. Yeah. Two time NWA heritage he champion. He spelled it wrong. Oh, I knew who the hell he meant. Come on. I but like it. I said, there's a second question all of this.
1: I don't know who the fuck that is. Oh my god. They both said <laughs> You'll Pierce. You'll start
2: to know him. It's You're DPP gonna get to spelled know him. Wrong. You're gonna so get to know my foot in your
1: ass. No strike two DPP. <laughs> <laughs> You're not stuck here with me. I'm stuck here with you. (laughs) That guy DPP, he's such a bad ass machine.
3: (laughs) Oh, God. All right, so the second part of this question, because of the little fun little independent championship wrestling from Hollywood actually took the NWA Heritage Championship and made it the Championship Wrestling from Hollywood Heritage Championship. What current WWE employee was the first – Championship Wrestling from Hollywood Heritage Champion. D- he's, he's kind of newer.
1: Kind
2: of?
3: Kind of newer, yeah. Like, newer to the, what you're used to seeing. I'll say see it. Stop it. So, I'm Tony's gonna got nothing. DPP? I'm, I'm
2: going to take a guess just because he said uh, LA.
3: LA Night. I didn't say anything about LA, didn't but you? you are right. Yeah. It is LA Night, good old Eli Drake, Sean Ricker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm a dummy. Move on. <laughs> yeah.
3: All right. So uh, let me talk to you, DP. Door that number one or door number three?
1: That name change already did it for me. Like I forgot totally about everything he's ever done before. Ellie Knight right. is so fucking good.
3: Yeah, I hate the name too. He's still Eli Drake to me.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'll take the uh, I'll take the first door.
3: Door yeah. number one. Yeah, that first door. Where... <laughs> All right. Tony has the advantage on this one because that WCW yeah. championship question that I that I already spoiled before how many
1: Ch- if, you if you haven't listened to cheershot radio yet from Friday make sure you tune in it's titled vacancy or vacated titled <laughs> I, I should know I just did it's titled vacated a WCW tale sorry go ahead AJ
3: so how many WCW champions including vacancies was there? In the year
0: 2000.
3: Oh, year 2001. 2000. Closest. I'm not even going to say without going over.
1: 2000. How many different people or how many different times? How many different title changes,
3: including vacancies, in the year 2000? The year
0: 2000 alone.
3: All right, let's see some number guesses. Oh my god. <laughs> you know what's worse? I'm just I'm going to say it out loud. He, he got it right. Dan got it. Dan said 12. Tony said 13. I said I did say closest. So Tony got it because oh. if you add 12 and 13 is the freaking answer of 25.
2: <laughs> oh man. That's
3: 25. Wow.
2: Title
3: uh, title changes, including vacancies, in the year 2000 alone.
2: That's why WCW is no longer.
3: But can anyone actually tell me who the last champion of 2000 was?
2: I bet you Tunny can.
3: Yeah. And maybe he might he might say the last champion. Is that does of this like, is this
2: an actual question or are we just throwing names out
3: there? This <laughs> is part two. Of oh
2: shit! All right. <laughs>
3: uh. The last champion of the year 2000.
2: Alright, I got a name. let me just get Ready? Sure. Nah.
3: Alright, so neither of you got it right. Yeah. It they Arquette? both were WCW World Champions. DP said Booker. Tony said Russo. Thank you for reminding us of that hell. Thank you well, so very much. That was another
2: hell of Arquette, like PC's saying, too.
3: It wasn't Arquette. It was actually good old Scotty Steiner. Oh. <sighs> Who actually held it for the longest amount of time in the year 2000.
2: 12 days?
3: (laughs) No, no. Actually, like, three or four months, if I remember correctly. I don't off the top of my head, but...
2: 25 title changes, and he held it for three of those months? Fuck that.
3: Up up until the end. And then he lost it to Booker.
1: When did he lose it to Booker?
3: The last Nitro. Yeah,
1: when Shane showed up and uh, booker was u.s champion so here's how the year 2000 went i'll break the whole thing down for you (laughs) Funny, because it could have been even more the end of 99 which you would think should have been the end of 97 sees bret hart win the title after it's vacated (laughs) who would have thought because uh, uh sting was stripped after beating up the referee in a controversial match against goldberg bret hart wins the title on november 21st beating chris benoit in the tournament on December 20th, Bret Hart vacated the title due to the controversial end with Goldberg at Starcade. <laughs> now, December 20th, he beats Goldberg for the vacated title. Hey. This is just 1999. So, this is 99. So then it's vacated again right after that because Goldberg kicked him in the head. So, yes, then you have Benoit. He leaves the company vacated. Vicious. He wins 2000. That. He wins that. And then he's stripped of it by Kevin Nash because he pinned the wrong Harris brother in a a match. So that's the 25th. That's on Nitro. Nash, in turn, awards himself the title so that he can go ahead and lose it back to Sid Vicious in a triple threat match that very night. (laughs) What's the point? To which then... In April 10th, (sighs) all the WCW titles were declared vacant by Vince Russo. (laughs) And you want to listen to the rest of 2000, it goes Jeff Jarrett... DDP, that happens within a week. Then you get the David Arquette bullshit because of Ready to Rumble. Then he loses in a triple threat match to Jeff Jarrett, who loses to Ric Flair, and then they vacate that title because Vince Russo didn't think Ric Flair should have the title. In turn, Jeff Jarrett wins a no-holds-barred match against Kevin Nash, who turns around and beats Jeff Jarrett the next day on Thunder. After that, we get a whole six-day reign where Ric Flair comes out and is given the title by Kevin Nash, who is then defeated by Jeff Jarrett the same night. By by the way, by the way. It's not even June yet. (laughs) By the way, Kevin Nash handing
3: Ric Flair the title was his 16th world championship.
1: And then, on July 9th, if you have never seen Bash at the Beach from 2000, Go back and watch as Hulk Hogan comes out and Jeff Jarrett lies down in the ring to which Hogan leaves WCW and is never heard from again. (laughs) So Booker T ends up eventually in an impromptu match, takes the title from Jeff Jarrett, who turns around less than two months later and loses it back to Kevin Nash, who less than a month later loses it back to Booker T, who eight days later on a Nitro loses the title to Vince Russo in a steel cage match. In turn, one week later, Vince Russo decides, I'm not a wrestler and I'm not the champion anymore. Vacated again. <laughs> Finally, October 2nd, on Nitro, in a San Francisco 49ers match, what? Booker T becomes the champion. What? To which, on November 26th, in Milwaukee, at WCW Mayhem, in a straightjacket steel cage match, Scott Steiner. <laughs> would become your final champion on November 26,
3: 2000. And held it all the way to the final night.
1: Great jacket.
3: 25, including if like vacancies. To,
1: if you'd like to hear the rest of the history and vacancies before the year 1999, go ahead back and listen to Chair Shot Radio. Vacated. A WCW tale. I think you get the gist now. AJ, we got one last question left. I'll take it. We have a question? We have one. We yeah, we more? still have a question left. We were just <laughs> sh- shooting shit, burning time. No, it's such a fun topic to talk that's about. So I mean, horrible. honestly, folks, if you if you want to go down a wormhole one day and you're a huge wrestling fan and you miss WCW, you can watch all of those things happen on the WWE Network, and that's why the WWE Network is so great. You can go watch all those Nitros and Thunders and pay-per-views, and you know what's going to happen, but it's so cool to just go back and go, holy fuck, what the fuck were they thinking? I'll, I'll stop now. I'll stop well, before I get to the third question, Kevin Nash
3: literally on an interview had like a whiteboard that he had and he just went, so here, here's the three-hour Nitro, here's the two-hour Thunder, We have, and we have to plan the Thunder on tape delay to actually go with next week's Nitro, which has to also in turn go into Thunder. So whenever they had booking meetings for Nitro and Thunder, they had to plan 10 hours of television in order to make sure everything makes sense and go back to make sure it made sense
1: now you know why (laughs) now you know why it's the wwe network and not the wcw network question three aj
3: question number three i know that we don't really talk about it i know whenever uh ray ray comes onto the show from time to time he he mentions it a couple of times we're going to talk about another promotion that you can actually watch on youtube good old mlw uh i'm going to ask who the current champions of two belts are the middleweight championship and the openweight championship because they just got a new middleweight kind of a notable name, too. Like I said, the middleweight is newer and the openweight is... <laughs>
1: <laughs> A DPS answer. It is not AJ's mom.
3: <laughs> I almost want to just give the win to DP
1: fraction saying that. <laughs> I'm not even going to deny that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Better than writing down nothing, right? <laughs>
3: Alright, so the middleweight
1: uh.
3: is actually Leo Rush. Ah. Tony, I'm a little more proud that you actually did name a champion, right? But it's the world champion, not the openweight champion, because you did put down Jacob Fatou.
1: I wasn't sure if they were the same championship. I haven't watched MLW in a long time.
3: They are not. The openweight is basically like their intercontinental United States and the same person's what? held. Yeah, they have an MLW heavyweight, an weight, and a middleweight along with the tag titles.
1: I think DP caught it. You didn't. Right. I got it. There's I wanted that. you to say that word differently, but now I've explained it, so we'll oh, just sorry.
3: intercontinent. I <laughs> <laughs> <That's
1: not allowed laughs> it either. So what's the answer, damn it!
3: So Leo Rush is the middleweight, and the bias that I have to this person, because I find oh, him very entertaining.
1: Alex Hammerstone yeah,
3: it's Alexander Hammerstone.
1: <laughs> fucking, ball. fucking balls. Fucking balls and brother balls. <laughs> That's the end of this crap. DP one, fuck off, I'm out of here. <laughs> oh, I played the wrong one again. <laughs> the chairstat.com always. Use your head. It is time for the last thing we're going to talk about. And you already know what that is. We've held it off. Who is the mystery man that could possibly be the same man? The mystery man in the ladder match. And who is the mystery man that is a hall of fame worthy wrestler, a big name? I think two things we can throw out there right away. RVD and Kurt Angle. First two on my list. They are bad
3: guesses. I, li- I, I, I like the RVD and Kurt Angle idea. The Kurt Angle kind of more, eh,
1: seeing how all those injuries. I mean, RVD makes perfect sense to be both, right? Yep. To be in that ladder match and be the Hall of Fame worthy instead of Hall of Fame, right? Um, Angle's the bigger get. You can see more things with him against people he's never got the face. He seems like he's in shape. I don't know there uh aj what what other names are coming to your mind i know you you probably got a little bit of wider scope than dp would have for for this one
3: so because of like the cute little partnerships that they have with uh it, that AEW has i can see maybe impacts ace austin going into the ladder match making a big hubbub there because he's having issues with scott demore
1: in a so storyline that is, way you don't think this is the same person then
3: i don't think that this is the same person I think I feel like they're going to have a little more uh, impact influence into all of this, where Ace Austin is a good candidate for the ladder match. If you haven't seen him, he's definitely a good watch. He's X Division champion or he was an X Division champion. Sorry. He's very charismatic. He's very talented inside of the ring. What better way to show all of this off than a ladder match? It, it, he doesn't have to win it, it could be Scorpio sky it could be whoever else who is actually in the match, but he can show off like, yeah, Scott, the is pissing me off. I'm going to go over to, you know, the side that's been basically bashing us every week with the paid advertisements. And I'm going to prove that I'm actually better than what Scott, the thinks the hall of fame worthy also from impact that I'm going to say, Ken Shamrock.
1: Interesting. Yeah, uh, sure. That, yeah. Um, I didn't say which what, Hall of Fame. He's in the yeah, Impact
3: what, Hall of Fame.
1: What do we do with that?
3: <laughs> yeah, you never know. Could could go into, you know, dangerous territory since he is the world's
1: most dangerous man. I suppose. DP, what are your thoughts here? Because Mark Henry and Devon yeah. are and, er, and Bobo Ray have been thrown out there as well. Oh, uh, for the Hall of yeah. Fame side. Obviously, I wouldn't expect either of them in a ladder match.
2: Yeah, and it, like AJ said, it could. I don't think it's the same person either. You know, it could be two different people. Um, the only like RVD I think would be perfect for for both if they want to do it this, as the same person. Um, I tried to look up some like people who are like, oh, who could whose contracts are expiring or things like that because I, uh, you know, he said, you know, he also said, Big Show also said it's not who you think you know so i'm sure it's probably like oh because everybody's gonna say cm punk or brock lesnar or something like that and i don't think it's gonna be i feel like it's not gonna be as big of a name because of because of that you know hall of fame worthy i think he's trying to hype up somebody that's not quite at that level yet so i don't i'm kind of leaning to the fact that it's not going to be a kurt angle or an rvd or a scott steiner maybe i don't know who's you know um so a couple names that came up to you know Maybe they just do something weird and just say it's actually Thunder Rosa, and she signs officially signed a contract or something with AEW. Um, Zelina Vega out there as a free agent, you know, because it could be somebody like that. I think I saw, I was looking at like Sammy Callahan. I think he just resigned a contract, um, but Ethan Page and Kenny King, I think, are are close to their contracts expiring. I thought maybe it could be one of those guys. Um, otherwise. If, it, if they're if they going the old guy route, which they seem to be doing right now, and going uh, WCW, they it could be like a Rhino or a Scott Steiner, or RVD, or Kurt Angle. Um, that's kind of who's on my list of potential guys or or gals that it could be.
3: Yeah, I mean that I, I didn't even think about maybe they could just swerve and you know, like you said, say Thunder Rosa actually has a contract with AEW. Um. Or stuff like that. Who knows? I mean, I know NWA said that they're back and they're going to be doing a bunch of stuff, but hey, it's not who you think. Could could we see the National Treasure come up? Could we see Nick Aldis?
1: Got a probably, probably not. <laughs> w. I mean, I guess that'd be a good way to promote the pay-per-view.
3: I mean, after all, it, it, the pay-per-view that they're going to have is March 21st, which is the same time as Fastlane. It's going to be before Fastlane, but it's the same day as Fastlane.
1: So. All right. Well, there you have it, folks. Uh, any last thoughts or comments before we head on out of here for the week on this road to WrestleMania? All right. Not everybody at once. Yeah. Yeah. AJ, let everybody know where they can find you.
3: Uh, well, you can find me on the uh, Twitter machine at PhenomenalAJB, AJB in all caps. You can find me on the Chairshot.com doing video game reviews, wrestling reviews, wrestling articles, all that fun stuff. I'm, I'm cooking a couple of ideas for, for some wrestling stuff, especially since uh, the other thing that we talk about is also sports. So I'm going to let you in of what I want to do. We all have the early draft predictions for the NFL. So, how about some early predictions for twenty twenty one? Since we're already a quarter of a way through, so you, you can definitely see that at a future time for from me on thechairshot dot Nice,
2: Hello, DP. You can find me over all over the worldwide social media interwebs at it's me DPP. You can catch a DWI podcasts on Facebook as well, Facebook dot com slash DWI podcasts, and for your video game uh, entertainment. At a winner is you, that's the letter U, a winner is you on Twitter and Facebook. And uh, catch that on the Chairshot.com as well for your video game news and reviews and podcast galore.
1: There we go. Head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash TheChairShot. Pick up a ChairShot t-shirt. Follow me at PC Tunney. Continue to support everything and listen to everything ChairShot Radio Network. We're trying to do our best for you folks, and we appreciate you listening in. There's just more and more and more. Better things to come on down the road. As for today, you've been listening to another edition of the podcast known as D, D W W. w. Ah. Oh, I hit the ending that time. I haven't I've been missing the ending the last few weeks. It's better than missing the trivia. Better than missing the trivia. Fuck you. That was low blow.